Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, August 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A $300,000 grant from the MacArthur Foundation will help St. Louis County address racism and racial inequities at its jail. The process will work from the bottom up rather than top down. And what makes this different is the people who work and also who live um, in, you know, the jail uh, are part of designing solutions. The work will involve researchers from three universities. The grant comes as an advisory board prepares to go through a consulting group report on jail operations later this week. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman has more on the MacArthur Foundation funding that was announced yesterday. A team of researchers will spend the next 18 months talking to corrections officers and jail residents to learn more about the way the jail operates and where racism and racial inequalities exist. Those groups will also be key to suggesting changes. County Executive Sam Page says identifying the specific problems is an important part of the review. We know when we address uh, racial inequities, then our uh, residents are going to be more successful when they leave, and our employees here will be more successful in their work. Researchers hope St. Louis can become a model for these kind of reviews at other corrections facilities in the future. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. A plan from St. Louis's controller calls for city police officers to receive pay increases. It also proposes new ways to retain officers as the city tries to reduce crime. The Post-Dispatch reports Darlene Green wants to establish wages that compete with other departments in the region. She is also proposing incentives like helping with a down payment for a house and tax breaks to people who become officers. The newspaper reports Green is not sure how much this plan would cost. That would all be worked out during meetings for next year's budget. St. Louis approved a raise and a $2,000 retention bonus for city workers earlier this year. The Illinois State Police are close to announcing a long-term physical presence in East St. Louis. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. While the details of what the facility may be and how many police officers will be located there are unclear, State Police Director Brendan Kelly says his department and local officials are in agreement on the plan. I don't, I don't think there's any sticking points at all. We're all on the same page, and, I, and again, I hope they have, have some good news to announce, um, you know, in an official way at the appropriate time. So, so um, that's a sneak preview, coming soon to a theater near you. The state police launched a partnership with East St. Louis Police last year in the midst of rising crime and a shortage of local police officers on the street. The first full year of the partnership saw a 25% decrease in homicides in the city. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. A second generation of the COVID-19 vaccine being tested at Washington University may be available at local pharmacies soon. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports the Biden administration hopes to roll out the new vaccines this fall. Washington University researchers are testing the updated Moderna vaccine in patients as part of a clinical trial. The current vaccine is based on the original virus from 2019. The newly formulated vaccine works the same way as the original, says Washington University infectious disease physician Rachel Presti. But it's reformulated to prepare the body for the more contagious variants that are currently circulating. As long as we are still seeing severe infection in some populations, there is a 
benefit to adjusting the vaccine to what's most likely to be around. Presti says drug companies may need to update the COVID vaccine yearly to stay up to date with evolving viruses, similar to the development of yearly flu shots. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has approved nearly $35 million for people in the St. Louis region recovering from last month's flash flooding. FEMA says roughly 20 million individual assistance grants will go to more than 6,000 households. Money is still available for people who need help with renovations, lodging, or rental assistance. Applications are accepted at disaster recovery centers at the Hazelwood Civic Center and Rankin Technical College in St. Louis. The Developmental Disabilities Resource Center in St. Charles is also open. FEMA applications are due October 7th. Illinois U.S. Senator Tammy Duckworth does not think the Biden administration's plan to forgive student loan debt goes far enough. Duckworth says $10,000 is a good start. If we were to forgive $50,000 in student loan debt, that would eliminate about 80 percent of the student loan debt in this country. That means that money would go into our economy. Duckworth also wants floating interest rates and the ability to discharge loans through bankruptcy. Her opponent in November's election, Republican Kathy Salvi, says forgiving some existing debt will force colleges and universities to charge more. An execution date is set for a man who confessed to killing a Kirkwood police officer. The Missouri Supreme Court says Kevin Johnson is scheduled to be put to death during a 24-hour period starting at 6 p.m. November 29th. An appeal for the U.S. Supreme Court to review the case was denied. Johnson was sentenced in 2008 for the killing of Officer William McKinty. The 43-year-old was shot and killed in Kirkwood's Meacham Park area. McKinty was with the police department for roughly 20 years. Some of the items we are following today in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones will visit the Small Business Administration's Recovery Center for updates on the organization's efforts to help people impacted by last month's floods. A Missouri S&T researcher says we should know more about electric vehicle fires. Car makers and charger companies throughout the country are now paying attention to his work. And the Cardinals wrap up a five-game series against the Cubs in Chicago this afternoon. The teams have split the first four games at Wrigley Field this week. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.